0: Travelers Podcast, your weekly dose of theme park news and entertainment. And now, here to talk all things coasters, theme parks, and even more, here are your hosts, Jack Lathrop and Chris Jones.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Twisted Travelers Podcast. I am Chris, and as always, I am joined by my co-host, Jack. Jack, how you doing? I am doing really good. How are you doing? I am doing just fine. Ready to get into this week's episode. We got some exciting stuff. Very short news. Some more Ride of the Week. A little off-topic. Listener questions, and we'll hit you with a little bit of a list. So, we haven't done one of those in a while.
0: Yeah, we have been talking just um, behind the scenes. We got a ton of great stuff coming up, but I think we got to start off by saying... I guess we get to pat ourselves on the back and say, thank you to all you. We just had our one year anniversary as a podcast. Uh, Yeah. It's been a very exciting year for us. We've done a lot more in a year than we ever expected to. Uh, So I know I speak for both of us when I say thank you for listening to us do this crazy thing every week. And we hope you'll stick around for the next year.
1: If you're an OG listener, obviously we appreciate you so, so much if you're new. We're glad you're here. We hope you stick around. Happy you've one got year! Like,
0: yeah, you got like fifty or getting close to fifty episodes to keep yourself entertained now. So have fun. Yeah. Yeah, we love doing
1: so, yeah. it. Okay. So we jump let's in. jump
0: into news. Or before oh, Patreon, we jump on Patreon Patreon,
1: Patreon, Patreon. I, I
0: was gonna do, We're
1: gonna do that. That
0: are we doing that at the beginning or the end? We haven't made up our minds on this at all. I guess we're doing it at the beginning. We're doing it at the beginning now. So.
1: Okay. Shout out to all of our patrons. Jaden from Peninsula of Thrills. Also, Bryant from Coaster365 and Graham from the Magical Thrills. Thank you guys so much. Patreon. Grant. Don't forget Grant. And Grant. Yes, and Grant.
0: (laughs) And Grant, if you're... Grant, I apologize. I did not see that you had joined our Patreon or I would have brought you your membership card yesterday. But speaking of membership cards, if you want to join our Patreon, I know I said end of March, but I'm going to be nice and say end of April. So join our membership by or join at any level by the end of April. You will get a Twisted Traveler's membership card of the correct tier. Yep. It's going to be awesome.
1: Right. Okay. Now I think it's time to jump in.
0: Okay. We'll start. I'll, I'll do this one since it's, you know, home. As much as like I've been trying to avoid putting Dollywood in shows recently because we talk about Dollywood way too much, this one can't be overlooked because Dollywood is the first part, to my knowledge, to step back on their mask policy in certain areas. Uh, so Dollywood announced today that starting today, Temperature checks are no longer a thing. So I guess I got to have my temperature taken for the last ever time yesterday at Dollywood. Um, And two is that while you're in the park on like the pathways and the midways, as long as you can be six feet away from other parties, you do not have to wear a mask. They are asking that you still wear a mask in queue lines while on rides and, and shows. Um, the only exceptions being when you're eating or drinking something. Yeah. So I see, I kind of see why they, Tennessee did this. Tennessee has done actually a pretty decent job in the last couple of weeks of rolling the vaccine out. Um, and Dollywood is kind of eager to get back to normal just so they can continue their money laundering printing scheme they've got going on right now. But I also almost part of me is like yeah i think it's still a little too soon you should have just left the policies in place till summer and let it ride yeah so what are your thoughts
1: um well with the vaccine rolling out things are obviously getting a little bit better and i think it's good that some place kind of put it out there like hey Maybe it's an idea that some places should start thinking to bring things back. Not saying that it's perfect timing, but I think it's at least okay to get places to start thinking about it. Um, but yeah, probably a little early.
0: Yeah, it felt a little premature, but I also I kind of see they're thinking about this from a business plan, too, because they're wanting to do this now because they know they can use it as a selling point for Flower and Food Festival. It's like come join Flower and Food Festival and you can get your picture taken and not have to worry about masks. They're using it as they're going to use this as a selling point, I guarantee you. Um, But the other thing I got to say, there's already an. I love my state, It's But we're <laughs> we're we're a little out there sometimes, and uh, when people tell us to do things, we usually don't listen to people telling us to do things. So it's not like a lot of people were wearing masks on the midwave, anyways. So might as well just get rid of that rule.
1: Right, that's the other thing. Um,
0: but it's gonna be interesting. We will. I will definitely keep a close eye on local news and talk talking with my friends that actually work at the park. And we'll kind of we'll try to keep a close eye on it, and maybe report back if anything interesting develops with this. And if it lasts, because part of me thinks it's going to last like a week, and something's going to happen, there and we're like, nope, we're bringing it back. So,
1: yeah, we'll see how it goes. But interesting move, to say the least.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, this one's your turn. You.
1: Okay, Velocicoaster is going to open on June tenth. So all the bloggers are going to show up get some footage of the ride, get some footage of themselves in front of the ride and then leave, you know, probably not even ride it and just kind of cover the day. They don't, they don't really care about the attraction. They just want to be the first to upload the video. No, I'm kidding. But Velocicoaster is opening June 10th. I'm excited. I know I will not be home for it. So I'm hoping As to ride it for, I will not
0: opening. be, I will not be able to go either. Cause Jack going to right a wrong, hopefully, but we'll talk about that at the end of the
1: show. Yeah. Um, I'm glad it's opening. I mean, they, you know, it's it's kind of crazy when you do this thing called... Open hey, we're going to open now? Like, open during this time? Give a time frame? And then open it then? Isn't that crazy? What a yeah. weird concept. God. <laughs> Such a, but,
0: it's like, so funny foreign to this Florida park. I don't I don't
1: even I know. Why would you not spend the millions to just Mm -hmm. sit there to just have it sit like obviously everybody's going to stay hyped for a ride that hasn't done anything in months. It doesn't really make sense why Universal's going this route, but really I'm excited. It's going to be open. I'm hoping to get to ride it for soft opening before it actually opens because I'm not going to be there for the actual opening. But man, I'm hyped.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a good ride. Um, looking forward to everyone's reviews. Hoping to ride it sometime this fall. But we got one more thing in news. UK people have been running a wild today as all of the major UK theme parks reopened and everyone and their mother is posting on their Instagram story about it. And yeah. Hey,
1: good for them getting to go to parks again i know they had some uh cool stuff open for the season they had Crock croc drop which looks like a really cool well-themed drop tower and then also tornado springs and storm chaser at paultons park which also looks really well done um so congratulations yeah, they- all the uk people having your parks open and with new rides
0: Yes, new rides are great. So that was it. That was our very short news because not a lot's happened over the last two weeks. We There were some smaller stuff. We kind of just chose to admit it because you've heard about it all by now. You don't want to listen to us talk about it. We got better things to talk about. Uh, so we will continue with our wheel of B&M Mediocrity, also known as B&M Floorless Coasters. And we're down to probably my bottom two of them. So. Shut up. Actually, no. Actually, no, Dominator's not my bottom two. That spot belongs to Scream at Magic Mountain.
1: There's another one that is lower than Kraken.
0: There is not another one that is
1: lower than Kraken. You have Rougarou over Kraken? Yes. You have Patriot over Kraken? Yes. Okay, now you're just making this up to keep (laughs) your point standing. No, I'm I'm totally i'm
0: yeah. totally blind. no you know Ruguru and patriot are both under kraken but kraken <laughs> okay
1: Dup. dominator at king's dominion kraken at sea orlando are our final two options for ride of the week i have the Spin wheel ready in the uh, wheel wheel. wheel is spinning and we've got dominator
0: Okay, so ride that used to be in Ohio had an identity crisis, got sold to another park, rebuilt, new supports, different color scheme, and is just there, in my opinion. It's good. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> it's forgettable. It's I don't know how on earth that is the longest floorless. Like Superman at Fiesta feels so much longer. Even Kraken feels a lot longer. And yeah, and Kraken. Uh, but that being said, Dominator does have some interesting stuff. It's got that massive vertical loop, which it really isn't that huge of a loop. It's just that there's nothing around it. So it just looks insane. It's,
1: it's pretty big. I mean, wasn't it I mean, the biggest it, in the world at the time? I'm pretty sure. How,
0: how tall is it? Now I'm going to have to. I think it's the on. biggest of all the B and M
1: floorlaces.
0: No, I think Superman's got a beat.
1: Not Dominator
0: sure. Kings Dominion, um, hundred and thirty-five foot tall loop. Superman, A ninety-five foot tall loop. There's the loop. <laughs> it does not say how tall Superman's loop I'm is. I'm pretty like,
1: sure Dominators is the biggest.
0: No, I think Superman, Krypton, Coaster Loop Height should have done a research. Hundred, no, it's a hundred and Superman's loop is 145 feet tall Okay so
1: it's a beat it But it, it's pretty big regardless
0: I mean it's a big loop um, But I think my favorite part about Dominator Getting back on topic Is probably the low to the ground Like mm-hmm. Fury-esque turns Those are super fun uh, After you get off the mid-course break run It kind of loses and br- Like the p- Lift to mid-course is fantastic After the Mid course, it's just kind of your typical B and M interlocking corkscrews,
1: helix brake run. Yeah, um, it's a mid tier floorless, in my opinion. I don't have it above. I think it's my third favorite. I think I have Superman and Kraken above it. But um, good drop, good loop. All, like the low to the ground turn after the loop is probably my favorite part. It's got the Cobra roll. It's a good ride and a solid number three at king's dominion um you know good supporting coaster i'm a fan i only got one ride on it but i like it
0: i think i've ridden it
1: maybe two or three times it's a fun ride
0: uh it's nothing crazy it's i'm not writing home about it i'm not gonna go nuts posting about it on twitter or instagram but it's a fun ride it's also a very pretty ride uh yeah that's pretty much all I have to say about Dominator. Just, it's it's a ride. I'm kind of looking forward to getting a re-ride on it this summer. But I can guarantee you I will be spending most of my time riding Twisted Timbers and Intimidator 305. Yeah, same. Um, and Grizzly. And Grizzly, because
1: Jack has an obsession with Grizzly, because it's a good ride. We're going to talk about Grizzly later. But, um, yeah, Dominator, I, another thing that I like about it is you get to walk along literally the whole layout back near Planet Snoopy or Camp Snoopy or whatever they have at King's Dominion. Um, but yeah, it's a solid ride. feels like you can walk around it, but it feels a little out of place, just kind of plopped in the front there. You know, it, there's not a whole lot of landscaping around it or anything. So they could they could improve there, but uh, the ride itself, definitely enjoyable. Good floorless, good supporting coaster, and I think that'll do it.
0: Yeah, I agree. So, there's Dominator. We'll be back next week to finish off Wheel of B&M Mediocrity with my love-hate relationship with Kraken. Mostly hate. He's wrong. He's wrong. <laughs> hey, we both have hot takes. Mine just happened to be hotter.
1: Mm. You see, okay. This chemistry, like between us, as far as the podcast goes, works out perfectly because you're the hot take guy, and I'm the mm-hmm. guy who just destroys people in debates. So you get to use your hot takes against my debates. You get what I'm saying?
0: Which usually, it results in something entertaining happening. So and you lose it. You you're not going to change my opinion on Kraken. I'm just telling you that right now. The only thing well, that when will you change come my back on Kraken is me rewriting it. We'll get to that later, though. So, off-topic, because, you know, I did the thing, and Chris done some things, so we want to talk about
1: it. So, do you want to start this week? Sure, I will start. Okay, first off, get it out of the way, because every single week, as far as off-topic, it's the same thing with Buck stuff. We signed Giovanni Bernard today. That, that makes me pretty excited. We need a guy with a mustache like that on the team, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but the main <laughs> That's why you're
0: excited
1: about no, it. He's no, he's good. He's he's good, too. No,
0: but don't lie to me. It's all about the mustache. Have you
1: seen it? Hold on. Hold yes. on.
0: You're going to show me a picture, even though I have, but still. i have? Just, just send me the picture, just so I can.
1: Let me find it.
0: This is just going to turn into a Bucks podcast at some point. I'm warning you all now.
1: Like, eh. I'm sending it to you. Talk. One of these Our days important. we're
0: going to do an episode where we're just going to talk about nothing but sports and it's going to be super entertaining because you're going to talk a lot you have to about get me football and, Brian and I'm going to talk a lot about baseball. And, yeah, Tell me you don't be... need a guy
1: like that on the team.
0: I mean, yeah. The stash is legit. Exactly. You
1: need a guy like that on the team.
0: And we his name is grow-
1: Giovanni. <laughs> Come on. You, you yeah, won Giovanni. It's
0: but... <laughs> it a pretty good name. It's a pretty good stash. I can tell you're excited. Solid player, solid
1: player. But, okay. <laughs> yeah, that happened today. Um, the big thing I did, I had club seats for a friend's graduation party at the Orlando Magic game against the Pacers. Close game that we lost in the end, but it was still a lot of fun. Uh, hanging with my boys, my friends up at in Orlando. A lot of fun doing that. Great view. Fantastic yeah, game because it was close to the end. But I'm glad we lost. Better draft pick. So that's what I
0: did. <laughs> I haven't sat a clubhouse level at any sporting game in like years. This was my years. first time. We So at the end of the Chipper Jones era, I'm, well, I'll, start, I'll start in the mine now. So I'm going to talk about some Braves baseball because I got some beef with the stupid umpires. But at the end of the Chipper Jones era, when we were going to games left and right, we loved to sit clubhouse level uh, because those seats were fantastic and air conditioned, which was the most important aspect. (laughs) Um, Because Atlanta gets really hot in the summer. So, okay, back to these stupid umpires not knowing what counts as touching a home base and costing us a game. I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed. Other than
1: that. The top top search thing when you type in Braves on YouTube right now is Braves versus Phillies bad call.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of us not happy about that call because we have like... I know it's like 100, what is it? I'm totally blanking on baseball right now. It's 160 games or some ridiculousness for the season. And yeah, four games losing streak at the beginning is not awful. But compared to how we ended it last year, we should have done better. So we were turning it around and we were going to have a winning, like, numbers. Uh, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed.
1: You've got a cunha, You're fine.
0: Oh, I know we do. That guy can nail home runs. You saw the four hundred and fifty footer home run, right?
1: I saw him beat out a routine ground ball to first. Yeah, he, was nailed was 400- he nailed a
0: four hundred. He nailed a four hundred and fifty six foot home run and just stood there at home base. Nice. That was loud. I I'm did. Confident. I did see that actually. And it just stood there at home base and watched it. That's how confident he was. It was gone. I was like, yeah, that was a good home run. So, uh, yeah, Braves baseball. I think I'm finally going to go to a game for the first time in like 10 years. Uh, Later this month, hopefully, possibly. I really want to go. I really, really, really want to go. But other thing I did, the other thing I did was I went out with my friend Mazden and her family to Lake Tahoe in Nevada and California for a weekend of skiing, craziness and photography goodness. Uh, you can there's an Instagram highlights on my profile. You can go check out that if you want to see like random stuff we did. Uh, I also posted six pictures from Lake Tahoe because it was too pretty not to post those. Uh, Lake Tahoe, though was fantastic. I still have pain in parts of my body from skiing my body is yeah hitting ice going 50 miles an hour and falling on it when you're wearing nothing but a t-shirt hurts that's the lesson I was learned also watching one of my friends run over a stump and go head over heels 50 feet down a mountain very entertaining other than that Lake Tahoe was great so this is why you're a terrible uh,
1: person
0: oh, there's nothing I could do about it <laughs> what do you want me to do? Go ski over to him and like grab... No, there's no...
1: Yeah. Don't but, say you liked seeing it. You know, maybe that's start. Well, he was st-
0: he was at the bottom of the mountain watching me tumble down and laughing. So it was mutual.
1: So you're both terrible people. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, pretty much. We were also the people walking around the casino in Viking helmets. So that should tell you what type of weekend we had. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, so that was Lake Donahoe trip way too much fun yeah so now on to probably our listeners favorite part because it's the part where they control what we do it's like please please talk about something we want to actually hear about we're tired of all this skiing and baseball and football and ah
1: it's listener questions speaking of quick plug discord in the description down below come up in if you want us to talk about something else, just tell us. We have an Episode Ideas channel. Drop it in. We, we ask for questions we every week, topics every week. I don't think we've missed a single question.
0: The only questions we've skipped are like if you've asked the two people have asked the exact same question for the yeah, same show. Like, pop um, it.
1: Join. We're on there. You can ask us anything you want.
0: Yeah, Come on. So with that, we've got four questions tonight. They're all really good. And the first one is from our good friend Bryant. What roller coaster or ride that you've ridden are you still borderline terrified of? I think I can answer this one for both of us. Go ahead. Skyrush. That <laughs> drop still scares the living crap out of me no matter how it's, many times I've ridden yeah, it.
1: Yeah, that's a good
0: one.
1: <laughs> uh definitely yeah. Skyrush. It will kill you if you don't hold on. They're not there. When I go back to Hershey this year, I'm riding it with my hands up and seeing if I fall out. So if this podcast never happens again, you know what happened to me? Uh, I'm going to
0: have to do like, 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 good evening. I have some unfortunate news.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. Skyrush is one of them rides that scared me my first time. A little bit of nerves for Top Dragster, a little bit of nerves for i305 my first time. Just because I didn't know what to expect, heard how intense it was. But see, I'm not like scared of the or terrified. Of I wasn't scared. It was just kind of nervous, but, like what to Sky
0: Rush, legitimately going down that drop. There is part of your mind every time. It's like I am going to die. This is where it ends right here, with my yeah. body shooting out of this train onto that road over there. Phoenix is close too. Not even Phoenix. Skyrush is the only ride that still scares the living crap Phoenix out of Phoenix would me.
1: scare you if you hadn't ridden Skyrush. Skyrush just numbs you to anything yeah.
0: else. X2, your first ride will probably scare the living crap out of you, but if you ride it enough, you get to know what it's going to do. And, I mean, I'll be honest, there are still moments on that ride it's like, oh, crap, I didn't hear, see that coming. Uh, that yeah. final Raven turn, for instance, is still terrifying. So I'd say Skyrush and X2 are mine.
1: Yeah, I'd say Sky Rush is the main one. Um, I'm trying to think. Completely different reason to be scared to ride, but Helix scared to be disappointed. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I I'm gonna lower my expectations, but I'm 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 still gonna ride it. I'm excited. But know. yeah, I'd say Sky Rush is the main one. Yeah.
0: So okay, next question is from Graham, also one of our patrons. What Shut type up. of roller coaster do we wish more parks had? Uh, and he, when he asked this question, he specifically said not arm I can tell you right now that is not what Chris and I would say, no matter what. We, we ain't fanboys. Ag- again, I think we're gonna <coughs> have it's the same. An- <laughs> I think we're gonna have the same answer for this one too. Once one of us says it, uh, but it's also the same answer that like everyone says.
1: What? Hyper GTX. That's definitely one of them. Um yes, Hyper GTXs, we need we need more of those. I would also say
0: Uh Sucker for a Good B and M Wing Coaster too.
1: Okay, it's starting
0: to come back around,
1: but Intamin Blitzes.
0: Now they but they don't call them blitz anymore. Now they're just Intamin, just the Intamin ones. Yep. Yeah. The Intimidation ones. More right of there. those.
1: Um more mocks in the US, obviously, yeah. Fanboy over here, I will admit to being a fanboy for that. But um, more mocks in the U.S. I, more coasters. How about that? Can we say that? What'd you say? More coasters. What? Just, just uh, not gonna lie, I'm kind of getting tired of it. <laughs> Rollers. I'm gonna tell her you said that. That's. Fu- I'm sorry. It's just it was a thing.
0: Dolly yeah. really? would killed Rollar. Oh, I will start the bidding at a thousand. I'm all for Rolar, but we will start the bidding at a thousand dollars for my limited edition rollar coaster T-shirt from Dollywood.
1: I raise you with Knig's Island,
0: Knig's Island, <laughs> and if someone okay, if we could find a way to sneak like roll, we need to like roll our coaster and Knig's Island on one T-shirt, the beast one roller
1: coaster, Knig's Island.
0: Yeah, we there might have go. to work that. We will, we will work on that. and We might have to finally set up a t shirt shop and stuff. Well,
1: speaking of t shirts, I I have to make that Ohio shirt Bryant told me to for this summer.
0: Yes, and you have to make me one too.
1: Are oh, we wearing it the Hollywood nights so, or what? Next somewhere.
0: question we comes can do to from point. Oh my lord, that get that on ride photo on Val Raven. Ohio <laughs> we, what we need is we need we need four people and we need eat, we just have to have it spelled Ohio as we sit next to each other
1: I, yeah, well, Or I'm if really we could really... going to make the shirt plain just the word Ohio across the chest that's going to be the whole thing
0: The oh I have the best on-ride Valerie from photo idea ever we need eight people oh no <laughs> We will talk about this later. Oh, gosh. Now, uh, okay. <laughs> so, okay. Next what was the question again from oh, Graham. Yeah. 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 What type of. I'm going with Hyper GTX. That's my final answer. Uh,
1: I, I think I'm going to stick with Intimate Multi Launch. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. So, can we say next... SNS 40s, though? Sorry for rambling even more, but you know, I'll. You know, yes. you know, I'm right yes
0: but also i don't think many parks are i mean it wouldn't happen but that doesn't mean we can't wish for them we can wish for it i mean i would be ecstatic if like yeah every park let's get
1: to yeah dollywood launched sns 40
0: oh don't give me hope in the
1: terrain
0: don't give me hope. Next question, what are the odds of Ben, my dad, getting a roller coaster tattoo? This comes from Bob BK Photo Page, you lovely lovely stupid man. <laughs> um I will Okay, here's the deal. I put this in our Discord. If one of you can talk him into getting a roller coaster tattoo, I will give you $100. You are not going to talk him into it. But if one of you somehow does, I will give you $100. Yeah,
1: from what I've been told, I'm going to go with a solid 0% chance.
0: Yeah, 0% chance. But if you do, and Jack goes you $100. Yeah, somehow you talk him into it, and you have to prove to me you talked him into it. I will give you $100. Right. Simple as that. Uh, and this <laughs> is the last one. Chris,
1: go ahead. <laughs> okay, so Marcus from the Drunk Riders asks... Why can't Chris do his own show? He asked me this on Twitter. He told me to do my own show because Jack couldn't record last week. Obviously, he was flying home from Lake Tahoe, which is fine. But why can Chris not do his own show? I think the reason being is because who wants to hear that? You know, it's just me talking to myself. I don't think anybody really wants to hear that. If you want to hear that, let us know. Maybe I'll consider it. But
0: There's definitely the option, like, I'm out or you're out, and we record – one of us records an episode and we get a guess like that's an option, but here's okay. Not to throw Chris under the bus. Here's the real reason that probably it would fail miserably. If we had Chris do his own show, I edit the show. I put all the shows on the, and then, yeah, he, he's the one
1: who has the recording, gets the recording and edits it each week. He'd have to show me how to do all that, which I don't even know if it could work out. I don't have the software. So there is that. Which, thank you, Jack, for doing all that for the show. <laughs> Everybody, a round of applause for Jack.
0: No, it's not complicated. It, it, there's just a lot of software, and there, again, there's no reason he could honestly couldn't just email me the like files, and I could edit it, could edit it later because editing does not take as long as recording a podcast. We'll spend an hour recording a podcast and I can have it edited and put up on Podbean, which is what we use to host our show. in usually under five minutes, unless I have to do some egregious editing because something was
1: awful. Such as the drunk writers were on and there was a lot of expletives.
0: I just marked that one. It's explicit. I didn't have it in me. <laughs> I did not have it in me by the
1: end of that show. Every
0: other word would have been
1: bleep, bleep, bleep. Drunk Thanks. Riders, bleep! Thanks, Marcus. Yeah, my, Mike and Mark at least tried, and then Mark just joined. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's
1: yeah, it's, a, it's a thing we have to deal
0: with. We love them to death. They're coming back on soon, so get ready for that shenanigan. But... Right. So, Chris, if you ever want to do your own show, I mean, I'm not opposed to it. Maybe. Maybe someday.
1: I, I think we do need to consider a show when one of us is out where we do. One co-host, one listener pops in.
0: Yeah, that's an option. Although I kind of, that's one of those things. Like I kind of want to be on it too. Or <laughs> um, we will definitely. It's probably going to happen this summer because there's going to be, uh, there's a good two or three weeks where we got to figure out how we're going to get an episode to y'all because we don't want to take two or three weeks off in the middle of season. But we're also both going to be on the road.
1: And this, okay, this is going to be, I think, we the are. most entertaining year. For that, because we're going to have a ton of stuff this summer since, you know, no COVID. So I, it's going to be interesting to see how we do it because, like, week, pretty much for a whole two weeks almost, maybe even a little more, we're going to have content and troop reports from different parks that we're going to have to either pack in or spread out over time. So you guys are going to have a lot to listen to.
0: Yeah, so uh, looking ahead, there is going to be... I'm. I will have my. So we're not going to announce trips yet, but there will be a Monday where we are together at a certain roller coaster capital of the world, where I have every intention of trying to record an episode that night. Uh so when y'all get in the senior point area, um, or we could record Ohio, Canex Koenig, Island, if we wanted. Um,
1: that's possible. So we'll record
0: an episode sometime around there. We'll probably have to take the next week off because. Uh, We will be driving home that day and Chris will be at some other park that I don't remember at the moment. What day is But The 14th. Let's see if I can do math. Well, he does math. To basically put it short, we want to try to get y'all as many episodes as possible this season, but there's going to be 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 some time off. Yeah, that's probably going to be hard to make an episode work. But anyway, back to the point. There are days like that where it's just Almost impossible for both of us to sit down and record. And then, like in the case of last week, I I actually got home earlier than expected thanks to the amazing people at American Airlines for getting me on a different flight. Uh, but I was pretty darn tired, and then I stayed up till like two AM watching movies. But we're not going to talk about that.
1: Either way, you guys are going to have a lot of trip reports and a lot of reviews packed in for you to listen to.
0: Yeah. So get the ready. Summer's going to gonna strap be in. a
1: good summer
0: yep so okay that was listener questions this week again you got a question for us join our discord add us on twitter let us know the question we love to answer them it gives us some great ideas Uh, we've got one graham gave us a question that was actually so good we're going to promote it to a full-on second half of the show one of these days uh we just had it there's just enough this week where i didn't want to put it on so we will
1: do that question soon graham i promise thank you graham Okay. Let's head into the second half of the show. So, we haven't done a list in a while. We figured it's about time we do a little bit of a ranking list. And we decided on the top 10 rides we need to re-ride. So, uh,
0: yeah. yeah you, you you all listen to the podcast and you follow it, probably follow me on Twitter and Instagram. You know I got some hot takes. You know a lot of that is because I've gotten bad rides on stuff from... So a lot of this stuff you're gonna see on my list is stuff that I had a bad ride on and don't have a great opinion of. Uh Chris Chris's list is kind of similar. He doesn't have as many hot takes as I do. So I've got
1: a couple packed in there, but
0: there's a couple. There's a couple we just like disagree on, like the one you just typed that I'm highlighting. Um That's why it's but... on the list, Jack. <laughs> I know. I'm proud of you for putting it on the list. So I'll kick this, this off. While we... Yes, yes. I'll kick this off with uh words are hard, people. Starting this off. So the criteria for me to get on this list was it had to be a ride that I rode and either don't remember well or remember saying that was not as good as I thought it would be. So that narrows it down because there's not many roller coasters that I expected to like that I didn't. Uh, and then there's a couple on here that are like, it's good. Don't remember. It. Um, and I got cheated out of three rides on it. So my number, my first one is Leviathan at Canada's Wonderland. I got two rides on it. I have a front row and a back row. There was so much credit hunting and running around the park. The two days we were there, or the like day and a half we were there. I barely remember the ride. I just kind of remember it was there and it didn't feel like it did had a ton of force or did a lot i've talked to people that have written it more recently and they're like yeah it's a lot better than it was so i kind of want to get back on it because it's being a giga why wouldn't you want to get back on it so leviathan that's my first that's number 10 for me these are in an order like until we get down to like my one and two that doesn't matter yeah.
1: haven't written it but it looks pretty solid. So uh, I'll be interested once I do write it to compare opinions. All right. My number 10. I, I put this one at number 10, even though it's what like, I probably need to rewrite most on this list, like the one, but I put it at number 10 just because it's a true given. And that's Mindbender at six flags over Georgia. I have not written it. You I was like cheated. <laughs> I haven't written it. So i was like times. six or seven years old. That's why it's the given. I have the credit. I don't remember literally anything about it though. Um, oh, let's see. First time I went, credit hunting. This was my first time at Over Georgia, where I was tall enough to ride stuff, and I was an enthusiast. Super long line. Chose to ride Batman instead, which is fine. They're Batman, as you heard us rave. is incredible. It's fantastic. Next time I went, close weather. Next time I went, which was this year, obviously it's being reprofiled. So I have gone three times. Um, in the last like four years, have not gotten to ride Mindbender. Definitely need to, obviously. But um, maybe next year. Maybe next year.
0: It's been since 2017 since I've gotten to ride it too, but I've I remember it and I know how amazing it is. So I couldn't put it on this list, but I agree. It's a ride I'm very much looking forward to getting back on when I get it reopened this year. So I agree. Okay, nine number nine, another ride at Canada's Wonderland, Behemoth. Pretty much the exact same reasons as Leviathan. So much credit hunting. Only got two or three rides in on it. Just need some re-rides because I remember it was good. But I've also ridden a ton of other hypercoasters since then. I rem- want to remember if it's as good as I thought it was when I
1: first rode it. Feel you. Another ride. Obviously, I haven't ridden it because it's at the same park as Leviathan. Uh, no idea what I'm going to think. I... Th- think if you listen to this podcast enough, you know my opinions on the staggered trains, so I'd be interested. But it looks like it has a solid layout. We'd see how it goes. All right, my number nine, um, my opinion right now on it, in the words of Marcus Johnson, it's hot garbage. Um, and that is Mamba at Worlds of Fun. Listen, it's just... <laughs> When it's I rode monorail. It, yeah, straight up boring, didn't do anything. There was like one good moment and it was the Helix, okay? I want to go back on a day when it's not trimmed, hardly at all. Maybe I'll end up liking it more, maybe not. No way it beats Steel Eel though, uh, but I hope to rewrite it and get a better ride someday so that it can bump up and maybe out of the hundreds <laughs> in my rankings. Not a fan at all last time I rode, and I know you agree.
0: Yeah, it it kills me too because I've ridden uh, Steel Force which is its uh, cooler, better brother, and Steel Force has some legit airtime and force to it, and so going to Mamba, it's like, yeah, it's gonna be another Steel Force it's like, oh no, that was not another Steel Force.
1: This gives me hope for Steel Force
0: I hope it's it's as good as it was in 2018 Uh, I remember it being fantastic but I also had only ridden like Mm. 120 rides at that point, so Gotcha Okay, number eight for me is a ride that I had decently good hype for um, and just kind of walked away disappointed because it didn't do everything I expected it to, and that's Tatsu at Six Flags Magic Mountain. The Pretzel Loop is legit. It is insane. It is intense. The rest of that ride just felt like meandering to me, which is the disappointment, especially after it was only three or four months later, I Manta, and Manta doesn't it doesn't feel like it meanders. Meanta Manta, Meanta.
1: Meanta. Meanta.
0: Can you tell I've been mocking my cat a bit today?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Um Manta doesn't feel like it wanders. It just it hits you with the positives and the twist. It just keeps going. Whereas I feel like Tots is like, Oh yeah, we're gonna turn here, we're gonna turn here, we're gonna turn here. Murder Turn, break
1: run. Gotcha. Uh Definitely a ride that I'm keeping my expectations low for, because of what you said, I do agree. Manta is amazing. So I can definitely see it still being my favorite flyer after uh, I ride Tatsu. But I could very easily see Tatsu beating it out as well, just for that pretzel loop. And maybe it runs a little bit faster. Who knows? But I can see it. Um, number eight for me is a ride that has been referenced twice on the show already today, and that is Grizzly at King's Dominion. Wasn't a fan last time. Thought it was just a rough wooden coaster. But, looking back, now that I think about it, it does seem, if I can go in expecting the roughness this time, a little bit more like my type of ride considering the location. I hope to ride it at night if Kings of open late enough when I'm there. It It has potential to be solid, I'll admit it. But, from what I remember, it wasn't. I hope that changes, though.
0: Yeah, it's by no means world's greatest roller coaster, but I just remember having a ton of fun on it because it had some great just jackhammer ejector moments, which is something I love in a wooden roller coaster. Gotcha. So, okay, number seven is the uh, ride that I keep making fun of every week during a ride of the week. It's Kraken at SeaWorld Orlando. The layout is there. The potential is there, but I got off with a massive headache and it left me just not. Feeling that ride, and ever since then, I just really haven't cared for it because Mako is right there, and it's so much better. And Manta is right there, and it's so much better, and Kraken just gave me a headache, but his journey to so that's Manta's my better? Uh, it's really right
1: there <laughs>
0: It's really right there. I mean, Mako's really right there when you're out in the amelman, but or is it a dive loop? I don't. I, that's I. I don't even remember the layout. I just remember it had potential, and I didn't care for it. Um, Journey. To, uh, it's hard to compare Journey to see the B and M's are so easy to compare because it's like okay, Mako no headache, Manta no headache, Kraken headache. Uh, Journey to Atlantis is Journey to Atlantis, but I need to rewrite Kraken maybe not right after it's reopened from being down for weather. And we had the train to ourselves and it was shuffling the whole, yeah. Didn't have the best like also, weather conditions for a ride on Kraken.
1: We'll, uh, we'll ride in row three because for some reason that row is smoother. Than the others. So maybe I'll have a better uh, opinion, but yeah. Okay. Number seven is a ride that has been controversial for the last couple of weeks. And that's Magnum XL 200 at Cedar Point. Now I have ridden Magnum three times on two different days. And I thought that it was a good ride that gave some decent airtime and it threw you around. Um, Now, the reason I put it on here is because of all the people who do fanboy over it. We know some of those. Um, And maybe they're right. You never know. I'm going to give it another chance. Maybe I'll end up thinking it's some top 15 coaster. Doubt it. But maybe I'll end up liking it a little bit more.
0: Yeah, the Magnum's a good ride. I've had, like, one ride that really sticks out in my mind. It's like, that's my best Magnum ride. And it was, like, a front row trimless ride. Got lucky the trim just didn't fire that ride. It's like, oh, that's what it can do. Uh, but, yeah, Magnum's a good ride. Definitely looking forward to re-riding it this summer. So, okay, next one for me is Matterhorn Bobsleds at Disneyland. Loved Matterhorn, but I'd only got one side of it, so I need a re-ride so I can get the other credit. But Also, I need a re-ride because there was so much to take in and we only got one ride on it. So this one is actually like a positive, like, I want to re-ride this because it was so good and I loved every moment of that ride. My favorite thing about it is that since it's like on the National Registry of Historic Places, they can't modify it much, which means it still has 1950s clearance, which means you can just put your hands out and run it across the ceiling. That is what you call old school fun. I was like, I just had my hands up like this, and they just got slapped back as we went into the mountain. I was like, oh my God. I, yeah. So Matterhorn is one of those rides that I actually run a ride because I loved it way too much.
1: Got you. That is... Another ride I haven't ridden, but obviously really want to. I mean, I've grown up with Disney. Want to get out to land, want to ride it. It looks very fun. Like, for being the first steel tubular roller coaster, I don't think they could have done a better job. Really. They just made a really fun looking ride. But, number six, for me, I'm going to go with Storm Chaser at Kentucky Kingdom. Now, this is a ride that people rave about constantly. Like, there is a. So many people who put this in like their top five RMCs and say it's got some of the strongest airtime there is. We rode it, like, what, six or seven times? And I didn't really feel it. It was a really good ride, but I didn't think it was Twisted Timbers lightning rod level airtime. So I definitely want to rewrite it this year at Keys to the Kingdom. See if it's running a little bit faster. Maybe my opinion changes.
0: Yeah, it's, a, it, I, it's one of those rides I've never quite... The, okay, so the first day we rode it, it was... I thought the first time I ever wrote it, I thought it was really good. That day I wrote it with you, I was like, eh, it's it's okay, it's not as good as it was yesterday. Keys to the Kingdom this past year, I was like, why am I wasting my time when Lightning Rodden is in this park?
1: Uh, is so, much
0: better. yeah, Need I, I'm kind of looking forward to rewriting it too. But it's one of those rides like I know what it could do. So I've yeah,
1: you've so. written it a ton now. I mean, you've been twice. We wrote it six or seven times in just the day I was there. And mm-hmm. we both my agree that wrote it six is six not as good as the
0: others. That. I, wrote six or seven. I probably read it 30 times now.
1: Yeah. So you've got a feel for that ride. And we mm-hmm. both agree.
0: So, okay, here's a ride. We both definitely need to rewrite on, but my opinion was drastically different from Chris's, even though we were sitting right next to each other. It's candemonium at Hershey park. I just, I, it's, so close to what Mako, like the layout looks so close to what mako is i walked in i was like okay i'm expecting mako and i got off and i was like that is not mako that did not have the airtime that i was expecting it to have i don't like mako we've got the video we have video evidence of us literally flying out of our seats smacking into each other um and candamon was like oh this is floaty. this is nice uh, but why why am i not being death ejected like i was on mako there was a couple moments where it was pretty good ejector. It the, was not the, as much, but n- the speed hill was nice, and the finale was fun. I just felt like the airtime was very underwhelming, which was my issue with it again. Because I was comparing it to Mako ride. It again, I'm not going to compare it to Mako. It's going to get compared yep. to a ride like I was comparing uh, it to Intimidator,
1: uh, and that yeah yeah uh the first Camelback. Not Mako's first Camelback, but it's, it's a good Camelback. Speed Hill's good, Wave Turn's good, but no, it's it's not Mako. It, it is, I was just hoping it would be better than Gold or Diamond Diamondback, it was, so I think that's why I liked it way more than you. Yeah. Okay, number five for me is a ride that is ranked very highly for me, but I still feel like can be a lot better in my opinion, and that is Maverick. Maverick, the my only problem I had with Maverick was stapling easily. So I'm hoping if I can avoid that when I go back this year, I'll end up it's liking it a lot more. That I know, age. but I'm I'm gonna expect it at least this time. Um, it's it's a super good ride, a fantastic layout, airtime, whippiness everywhere. It, it really is just a mini i three or five, and it's crazy. I just gotta see if I go back, and I'm expecting the restraints to not be my favorite maybe i'll like it more that's my hope
0: and so if we were recording this three years ago maverick would be up there for me because i remember my first rides on maverick i was like what the heck was all the hype about that eh." and then my dad and i in 2019 we had like the golden like opportunity at Cedar point where we had like five hours at the park and it was ju- like middle of July and the park was dead for some reason. And so we got mo- like three rides on Maverick, all of them in the back row and we wrote, got off and we were like, so that's what it can do. Um, because we just, we knew as soon as we went over that drop, that something was different, something was better because it just, it was so much more insane going through the layout and ever since then Maverick has resided in my top ten, uh, because it's that insane.
1: Yeah. I'm hoping I have the same thing. And that that seems to be a trend with Maverick. People going and really liking it their first time, but then liking it way more their second time. Like I well, there I, are multiple people who have had that happen, including you.
0: I wouldn't even say I liked it our first time. I think we wrote it twice and the only reason we wrote it twice is because we could walk right on it if we wanted. Um I, we just rode it the first time. I was like, eh, you, that's, that's, that's there. That's, that exists at Cedar Point. And then we ride it again. I'm like, oh, ooh, ah. Yeah. So, okay. Number four for me is Accelerator at Knott's Berry Farm. It was my 200th roller coaster. I only got two rides in on it. Uh, and it's great. I want more rides on it just because I just got robbed because that thing always has a long line. So that that's probably my simplest explanation is like stupid long lines kept me from getting more rides on it.
1: Got you. Also looks like a solid ride that I want to ride. Um, not much to say about it though. You know, uh, we've ridden stuff like it before, so
0: it's very short. It's very sweet. It's very
1: cool. Yeah, that's about it. Number four for me is another ride that I rank very very highly, but still feel like it can be so much better. And that is Voyage at Holiday World. I was a little underwhelmed with Voyage's first half. The second half is still great. Hollywood Nights, Trimless. I heard it ran smoother and faster last year than it was the year before, because they retracted some. Mm-hmm. I th- definitely think I'm gonna like it more.
0: So I'll say this: the 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 first two hills coming through the drop off the lift is great. The first two hills are you get some floater when you really kick it into gears when you do that first speed hill and then once you get to the spaghetti bowl that's when it's like okay this is where the ride really gets going and then when you just you fly through that mid course and if you're in that back row the train is already like starting down the second hill of the triple down when you're still just coming off the first one and it feels like you're going to die okay I'm gonna shut up before I overhype voyage Hey. Right. If you overhype it, I
1: won't be mad. But I'm ready to go back this year. See you there.
0: Mm, it's gonna be fun. There's gonna be a party at Voyage when I arrive. We will release details about that eventually. <laughs> it's gonna be epic. That's all I'm saying. It is going to be epic. I'll be there okay, right number three. Yep, number three is for me is Intimidator three hundred five at King's Dominion, uh, which I will be rewriting this summer. So here's the thing about Intimidator 3.5. My first ride, I was like, oh, yeah, that's great. Then my dad and I made the mistake of, like, full-on marathoning it, just running laps on it. And we both had – it kind of goes back to that crack. And there's one thing that will ruin my opinion on a ride like that. It is getting a bad headache from a ride because I already just get random headaches and stuff from my allergies. I'm sick of them. I want to go to a theme park and not get a headache. And so when I get off a roller coaster and have a headache, I'm like, oh, nope, don't like you. And that is exactly what I-305 did to me,
1: and that is why I do not care for it right now. Yeah, you're going to ride it again this year. Learn your lesson. Not ride it over and over again. Just ride oh, yeah, it throughout photography. the day. And you're going to like be... it a lot more.
0: Oh, I'm sure, but there's going to be photography breaks and yeah, it's going to be, I'm looking forward to riding
1: in three 305 again. Gotcha. All right. Number three for me is Alpengeist at Busch Gardens Williamsburg. This is a really good invert, although I don't remember it being any Montu or Banshee like invert, Um, but people raved about it a lot this past year. They said that it was <laughs> like the best. Yeah, a well, lot of people were. The saying, only ride open, but <laughs> I mean, a lot of people were saying that it was their favorite invert now. So, I want to rewrite it. I only got one ride on it just because it was super long lines the day I was at Screaming Swingsburg. but it could definitely jump up. I can see it.
0: Yeah, it's one. It's actually a ride that's been pretty decently high on my bucket list. It's some. It's one of the rides I'm currently considering for three hundred. Uh, so I'm looking forward to getting on LP this year. So, okay. Number two for me is steel vengeance at Cedar point. When I first rode this ride in 2018, it was my hundredth roller coaster. It was like immediately, I think I put it at my number one. It stayed in my top five through 2018 into 2019. And then we rewrote it in 2019 and I've got off of it. And I was like, That doesn't have as crazy airtime or intensity or pacing as I remember it having. Maybe it was just a fluke. I'll ride it again tomorrow morning. Rode it again the next morning. Nope. Definitely not as good as I remember it. And I know it was an early morning ride, but those are the two rides getting judged off of. And so since then, it has plummeted from my top five to like number 40 because I've just ridden so many other roller coasters. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's a better experience. I had a better ride on it, just overall had more fun. It's one. It's suffering from that. I know it can be better, and that you've. I've talked about that a lot this year with Lightning Rod so far. Like a couple of my rides early on, I was like, "Man, eh, that's kind of disappointing." And it's the reason I'm being so harsh on it because I know you can do better than this. Yeah. Same with Steel Vengeance. I know it could be better. Very much looking forward to some re rides on it this year.
1: Right, Steel Vengeance, man. Ah. Uh. I'm trying to think what to say.
0: You know, How about you just wait until you talk about it in like 45 seconds or that's something? That's what I was thinking.
1: Number two for me is Diamondback at Kings Island. So, obviously, this has kind of been a running thing, Diamondback and Mako. Um, it's I, mean, a, it's a,
0: I just enjoy watching you and my dad bicker. It makes me
1: laugh. Listen, it's a good ride. It's got a pretty good first half. It's not a Mako first half. Second half, though, the day I was there, trims hit so hard. Like, okay, I was an early-on enthusiast, and I knew what trims were, but I had never really thought that they were a big deal because I had never ridden a coaster where I felt the trims hit and thought, wow, that really affected the ride experience. And Diamondback was my first time riding a ride where I hit the trims, and I thought, man, that That sucked. <laughs> Uh, because it, it hit, and I was like, wow, we are crawling now. And then we hit the mid course, and all of the trims it, and I'm like, well, that killed off anything it had. So the second half basically did nothing for me. Um, yeah, you wrote it on such I'm, a bad day. See, I
0: hope to Lord in heaven it is running good when we I ride hope it I hope so gear. too.
1: Definitely need to re ride. I, I hope I like it more, but I still, it's still not going to be a make-go. I mean.
0: Uh, it's not Mako, but Exactly. It's better than here's the Diamondback is one of those rides I don't care what everyone else thinks. It's always going to be one of my favorite rides because my dad and I have a shared love for that thing. If you were if I guarantee you if I called him up here right now and said we can ride one ride at King's Island, we would both say Diamondback. That is that is the ride we gravitate towards at that park. No matter what, it is Diamondback for us. Gotcha. So, okay. My number one is the one, the only El Toro at Six Flags Great Adventure. The most hot take of hot takes that I have ever publicly stated. It needs a re ride, folks. And it's getting its re ride on June 10th. I have put that on Twitter. I am saying it here. June 10th, 2020, 2020 2021,
1: 2020, El 2020.
0: Toro. Gets its second chance. It gets its shot. And I'm telling you right now. If it blows this shot. It's never recovering. But if it survives. Who knows.
1: That's all I'm going to say. Uh, I'll be riding it this year. I'm excited. We'll, we'll see. the The question that I have. For Jack is. If it. Does not throw away its shot. Then. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank but, you. <laughs> Thank you. I only know that from you. But anyways, if it doesn't throw away its shot,
0: will I Jack publicly state it?
1: Will Jack publicly state it or will he keep the bit running just to just to keep clickbaiting you people? Just to uh, keep exaggerating. Pick. To keep you all on his hot take side.
0: Chris? That is a fantastic question. How about you tell the people about
1: your number one, and we don't talk about that. <laughs> okay. My no, see, n- now you people know. No matter what he says, unless he says that it was great, you're not going to know his actual opinion. But number one, number one for me. I mean, I
0: accept bribes.
1: <laughs> number one for me. Patreon.com
0: slash Twisted Travelers. Dang. Yay, good
1: plug. <laughs> number one, Steel Vengeance at Cedar Point.
0: Now, no, it's in Vertigo. Don't let them lie to you. It's in Vertigo. Vertigo
1: is trash and always will be trash. You
0: are riding it. I do not care. No. I'm forcing you onto fine. it. Take
1: time out of your short morning at Kings Island to ride in Vertigo.
0: I've ridden everything there like a hundred times. I'm riding Orion. And Miss, Oh, we're
1: going, I'm going to Diamondback first. I don't care. That's you fine. Can go, I'll go get can my go ride on a and Onion. Oh boy, it's a giga. Anyways, <laughs> Steel Vengeance. Uh this is less of a I think it's going to be better than I expected and more of a I need to just get a general feel. I remember it being insane, super long, crazy good airtime, and a an amazing finale, but there's so much going on. I don't remember specific elements and I, I just want to ride it and like get a real feel, you know? I don't think it's gonna go up in my rankings. I can see it go a little bit down even, but it's a ride that I only got one ride on in my three days at Cedar Point because the line was like four hours every time. It was opening year, and I, I want to ride again. It's just a ride that I want to ride again. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Now, I've ridden Steel Vengeance a total of nine times. I definitely still need more rides on it. It's a giant RMC. It's hard not to love it. I just, again, very disappointed after you my can, last
1: ride. I, you can experience the same thing you experience on Steel Vengeance on Twisted Timbers, just shorter. That's yeah. that's the big thing about it, I think, for both of us that makes us not love it as much as, like, Skyrushes and Furies. It's
0: also, and I hate using this term because it is so, everyone uses it, but it's so accurate. It is such the greatest hits of RMC. It doesn't really do anything super unique. Yeah. Um. And I would rather, okay, just look at Chris and I's top five lightning rod time traveler sky rush fury. void all of these fury all of these rides are super like unique and do something that no other ride in the world and nobody does. try
1: to argue fury M boring and mild it's unlike any M. it
0: is there is no other M like it it's it honestly doesn't feel like a M. it's that good uh so just and I, that is always what x2 There's the other one i was forgetting Every one of those rides is super unique and special. And Steel Vengeance, while it is super like unique and special because it's like one of three hyper coaster, or hyper hybrids, it does the exact same thing that every other hybrid coaster does. And I think that's why everybody's more in the Zodra
1: hype train more than Steel Vengeance. Because Zodra is a completely custom layout that has all this crazy misdirectional stuff rather than just the straight airtime like Steel Vengeance does, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: so... Okay, I think that was a pretty good list. I think we did decently sec, well at getting sec. ourselves through that so well, with that being said once again patreon.com slash twisted travelers if you want to support the show i am pleased to say this show now funds itself we have to pay nothing out of pocket to make this show shout work. out y'all so thank you to our patrons uh, if you want to join in on the fun we have some amazing stuff planned with our patrons coming up here pretty soon so get in on it and other than that join discord and follow us on social media at twisted underscore travelers or underscore traveler on Instagram and at twisted traveler but the R at the end is a one on Twitter you can follow twist uh, you can follow Chris on Instagram at twisted travelers Chris and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at thrilling moment and soon to be something else Ooh. so other than that y'all and have a good day. people. And try not to get yourself killed. Because, you know, why not? Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Twisted Travelers podcast.